0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
2: Hi, Boomer Gio, coming to you live from the little Ford Tough studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. A feel-good Friday. No, 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 no. One week from today it will be our last feel-good football Friday of the year. We'll be at the wind doing our show. We'll probably be uh, tired and shot from being out there the entire time, ready for the game, which I think is going to be, I really do think it's going to be a, an epic one. These are two awesome teams and as long as you don't get another situation where you know Brock Purdy gets hurt during the game or something like that, imagine if imagine if Brock Purdy got hurt again and Sam Darnold came in and became the the uh, Super Bowl MVP. Would that be unbelievable? <laughs> <laughs> and he could do it too. Like with that offense, I'm sure. And he was not he was not Zach Wilson. Like he could play a little bit. Yes, and he even played a little bit with the the, the Panthers. He didn't look terrible if there was a stretch. So he could. I, I wouldn't be if he went in there. Obviously, they they got a more legitimate backup after what happened last year to them in the championship game. Um, but I, stranger things have happened.
3: Yeah. Well, let's hope that's not the case. Let's yeah. hope that Brock Purdy and uh, Patrick Mahomes have uh, both have great games, and it comes down to uh, like a last fourth quarter field
2: goal. And you'll be interviewing Brock Purdy. Yes. Uh, For the big pregame show. I will be,
3: yes. So I'm looking forward to meeting the young man. Having haven't met him. And obviously, I've been on his bandwagon this entire season. Yeah. And you forget that, you know, he only played five games last year. And then he obviously took his team to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was a rookie stepping into that team. When you think about, you know, that team has got a lot of really top-end players. And you have to be a rookie quarterback. And you go in there, and you're playing. Uh, with that group of guys, and you have that maniac head coach, who's a great head coach, don't get me wrong. But he, you know, he's not afraid to tell you right to your face, you suck, <laughs> or we're getting rid of you. I mean, he'll tell you.
2: Yeah. You know what I think's going to happen? I think that you're going to sit down with Brock Purdy next week. Yeah. And you're going to like him so much that you're going to end up picking the 49ers because of him. Because you like him so much face-to-face. Because this has happened to you before. This has happened to you with several guys that you've sat down next to. One of them being Patrick Mahomes, but so that that has been years now. But I think that you're going to sit down with Brock Purdy. There's going to be something about him that you like so much. You're going to be like, you know what? He's going to do it. He's going to take down. He's going to slay the dragon. He is going to do it. That's what. That's my prediction. Right? Because you get you get swooned sometimes no, with these no, quarterbacks. No, I don't get swooned. You get swooned by the quarterbacks. I mean,
3: I've I've watched this kid play all year long. He had a couple bad games. You know, and you know, you gotta get through those and you gotta come out the other side and yet and and be even better because of what you went through. Like against Baltimore. He was he was confused. They kept batting balls down and things of that nature, and it was a really rough game for him and it was like, it was like Oh my god, what just happened to me? And then he's come back and the last two games in the playoffs he's led his team to to come back
2: victories. He has, which is something that everybody was talking about, you know, going into the fourth quarter, down uh, Kyle Shanahan never wins. Well, they did it twice in a playoff. Right. Mean, I
3: mean, and the, the whole like game manager thing, and the you know the Cam Newton stuff. I mean, just it's ridiculous. I mean, playing quarterback in the NFL, no matter what team you're on, is a hard job to handle. And some guys are able to handle it earlier than others. I, you know, my first year, I could not handle it. I just, I just couldn't grasp what was happening around me. That's why I'm so amazed that. He was 5-0 oh, as a, a starting quarterback in his rookie season, and he was the last draft pick. That's right. Eight other guys went before him.
2: Yeah. Almost like it was meant to be. You know, it was, it was interesting because I was
3: just talking to a guy that, you know, the Senior Bowl is going on right now. So the guy that obviously I've been enamored with over the last two years in college football is? Michael Penix. That's exactly right. And so he's down at the Senior Bowl, and I just I texted one of the guys down there, and he said, no, he's, uh, he's very impressive. He looks good. It's, it's everything that everybody thinks that he, that he should be doing. His accuracy is good. His quickness is good. And one of the guys that interviewed him said he's a you know he's a much more mature guy than you would think, uh, just simply because of everything that he's been through, injury wise.
2: Yeah. Well, that's going to be the thing. It's getting a look at those medicals, getting a look at everything that he's been through, and if GMs and coaches are confident in what they see, then they're going to draft him high. If not, they're going to be scared off. Then. He's going to drop. He'll still get drafted, but it won't be like a, a top 15 pick or maybe not even a, a first-round pick.
3: Did you see where there are reports that the Jets will be able to trade Zach Wilson? There'll be numerous teams that will want to
2: make a trade with him. Yeah, I did. I saw that, yeah. Minnesota, maybe? I think that there's a better chance that they trade up in the draft and make a crazy play, like like give up a ton of picks to move up in the draft to get Are one of the rookie quarterbacks. I don't know if they're gonna have to move up for Penix. I I'm saying like like move up for Jaden Daniels. Right. Something like that. Then than trading for Zach Wilson. I'm telling you, man. I'm done with football. <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> done with it. Uh Sherman in Manhattan. What's going on, Sherman?
4: Boomer and Geo feel good. Friday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Sherman, what's up? What's happening, Sherman? Hey, boom! listen, are you going to ask, uh, I think you're interviewing Brock Purdy uh, next week? I think that was what they talked yes, about. Yes, yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you ask him how he quit in the NFC
3: Championship game last year? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guys I work with on my on my radio show think that you quit in the NFC Championship last year.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah, I could give you a couple more follow-ups to that, too. Like, you didn't try to throw lefty, <laughs> you didn't even try to throw the ball down the field. You know, did you ask for a cortisone shot? Right, so you like didn't that. shoot it up and get out did there. The right. Get back out there. Yeah, all of those things. But yep. oh, by the way, he did get back out there. Yeah, but he didn't try, you know? <laughs> had all off season to get better.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, he all out there. And by the way, he, not only did he get better, he actually made it back before anybody expected him to get back. So, taking going back to your thought that he quit on the team, you idiots. Not really a thought. You know. Yeah.
2: Back, Chris in Smithtown. What's going on, Chris? Hey guys, what's going on? How are you? Good man. What's up?
4: Not much. So I wanted to share a quick funny story with you guys. So last week, after I had that uh, Oppenheimer blunder on the call with you guys, yeah, yeah, my buddy um, over the weekend when I was watching the NFC Championship game, I got a package delivered to my house. And it was a small copy of the Oppenheimer book for Robert Oppenheimer. Yeah. And they wrote in the card, hey, Chris from Smithtown, just a gag gift from the boys at WFAN. Thanks
2: for being a frequent
4: caller. And uh, please read the book or whatever. So I just wanted to uh share that with you guys.
2: I thought you might appreciate that. Yeah, so uh, we got a, a tweet from Chris saying, Did you send this to me? Like or somebody <laughs> is there, a producer or somebody behind the scenes that sent you this book to make fun of you because he said that, you know, Oppenheimer and Barbie true story is what yeah, he called so, up with yeah. the Mike and the Mad Dog thing. We we're like, Well, Oppenheimer is a true story. So <laughs> uh that is a very good gag and you got some uh you got some funny friends there. Yeah, sure do. All right, but, Chris. Uh, have a great weekend, brother. You too, guys. Thanks. All right, Chris is a frequent caller. Good guy. Love to see that stuff. Uh, let's go to Jerry in Flemington. What's up, Jerry? What's up, boys? How
4: we doing today? Great, Jerry.
2: What's up, brother? Awesome. Okay, I I'm just wait.
4: Can't wait for the Super Bowl. It's, it'll be a great Super Bowl. You guys have a great time. Uh, boom. My main man's Mr. Phil Sims all day long. But you're the top second, dude. <laughs> all
3: right. It's okay. Uh, That's fine
4: in the fist pump for me. Listen, get. Um, can you guys ride that monorail to get to
3: the golf? No, and I don't think the, the monorail goes up into the mountains where we're going. to yeah, be Yeah, unfortunately, off. no. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, 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 no. It's it, listen. We we've thought of everything. Like I said, if there's a helipad, maybe we could look into that. But. <laughs>
4: All
2: right, I'll talk to the Jersey governor. We'll get him out there. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jerry. Yeah, police escort. Oh, wow. Always that guy was trying to help. He was trying to help. Right. Other, like others were this morning, unlike others, who were trying to tear us down, make the thing worse. You're going to be miserable. And then that guy goes, I haven't been out there since the 90s, though. So, come on, dude. Yeah, that monorail really doesn't go anywhere. It's like four miles up and down the strip. That's it. But that that would help. For certain things, maybe, but not for us. No, uh, Steve in Hoboken. What's going on, Steve? What is up? Hey, Steve! Steve, o, what's going on?
4: Here's how you solve your uh, your logistics with the golf. You're playing the wrong course. Mm.
3: Yeah. Not, 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 not. If you were coming with us and you see the course where we're going to play, you wouldn't feel that way.
2: All right, well, is it Shadow Creek, but... No, it's not. No, it's not not Shadow Creek. It's more exclusive than that.
4: You got to play Valley High on the Strip right there by Mandalay Bay. It's a party on a golf course. There's dancers, there's drinks, there's music. There's uh, everything you need, and it's a lot closer.
3: You know, I was right there at the Mandalay Bay the last two nights. I didn't see it.
4: Oh, my God. Where the hell is it? Geo and Al uh, DM. It's uh, the best thing you'll ever play. What is it called again? Bally High,
2: not Mike the Casino. B A L I. Oh, I've seen. Uh, yeah, Bally High. I've yes, I have. I have yeah. seen and heard of this place. When I was looking at places to play on uh, Thursday and Friday, I I googled this and saw this. I didn't know that there was. And what is it? It's a golf course. I mean, a regular size golf course,
3: or is it like a pitch and putt golf course? What is it? No,
2: no, it's a regular size golf
3: course. Okay, I didn't see it. You know. But then again, I was when I was looking out my window at the Mandalay Bay, all I saw was
2: the Vegas
3: airport. Mm.
2: Yeah, not a great view. Yeah, I I think that the that this one of these very expensive places, though. I think like the Wind Course and Shadow Creek, very, very very expensive. Yeah, when you yeah, this is how you know you know like when I you look at like boat prices or car prices, and it says like inquire yes. this number or yes. email this person. Right. That's what this thing. To open, so, like, to get a reservation, call this number. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Out. out.
3: Dave and Brick. Dave, what's happening?
5: What's up, Boomer? How are you? All right, good. Good. I got my flight booked to Vegas. I'm ready to go. Nice. <laughs> so, if I see you out there, are you are going to give me a selfie or what?
3: <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure I will.
5: <laughs> All right, so this whole... This whole, you know, Cam Newton thing. Brock yeah. Purdy's a better quarterback than Cam Newton ever was already.
3: Well, but Cam was an fair. MVP of the league, you know, so you got to take that into account. And he did. He was a different type of quarterback, I would say.
5: All right, but the guy dresses like Joan Rivers and is doing a podcast <laughs> from his mom's basement. And let me tell you something else. Brock Purdy will dive
4: on the fumble.
3: He'll dive on the yeah, fumble. Yeah, he will. That's Drew Cam the- Newton wouldn't. That very good point. I appreciate that, Dave. You know, I don't know why it's it it really is amazing. Like just the Yeah, you know, we, we've we've only known Brock Purdy for what twenty four NFL games or something, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And all he's done is won the far majority of those games. And he set a record this year that is really the most impressive record for me is yards per attempt. Yeah. And and that's with a minimum 500 attempts, or I think it's 500 attempts. And when you think about the explosive nature of their offense and the guy leading it,
2: I mean, that's the number to me that, that tells me how great he's playing. Yeah, and there's so many examples in the last two playoff games where anybody who is talking about him being a system quarterback or it's just the Shanahan offense that they're just so wrong about. I mean, and the the last highlight in this package that CBS Sports ever just played, you know, that run that he had was not just him bailing on the play. I mean, he he went through his progressions. He was under pressure. He found a way to squirt out of there, and then on a third down, he looks a lot faster than I thought he was. I can tell you that on a third down was able to run for that first down. Critical, critical play with four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And it's not just running either. I mean, there's times where he's, he's out of the pocket. He moves in the way that you have to move to make guys get open, get some more time. Not like the running around craziness that ends up hurting you, yep. like in ways that 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 Tom Brady would move. Yeah, you know?
3: I, I know that uh, Cam Newton is is being insulting towards um, Brock Purdy. I, I want to be. I want to be on, on the other side of it. And I don't want the internet to go crazy when I say this. It's a CFL sucks. Um, <laughs> no. Um, no. That's right. You already said that. Right. I did. Uh, in the 80s, there was a guy by the name, name of Joe Montana. Mm. Joe Montana had a Hall of Fame coach. Joe Montana had a Hall of Fame wide receiver, Hall of Fame offensive lineman, uh, Roger Craig. I mean, you think about all the players that were around him, and he played in the 49ers West Coast system. mm this system that is being employed at the 49ers now under a great coach with great players is, is a kind of like a, it has evolved over the years. It's a 49ers West Coast Mike Shanahan Denver Broncos system. And Kyle has made it his system and Mike McDaniels has made it his system. Matt LaFour has made it his system and they all add a little something to it, but somebody still has to run it. And this kid looks just like Joe Montana in the '80s. When you watch, if you watch them side by side, you you see the same it, the same kind of throwing motions. Uh, both of them can run. They don't want to run, but if they if they need to run, they will run. And Joe, when he was younger, people forget <clears throat> he was the same kind of athlete. And you remember, he was a third uh, round draft pick, mm-hmm. and and Brock's a seventh round draft pick. So there are a lot of similarities there. Uh, I'm not saying he is Joe He's still got a long way to go in his career, just like I'm not saying that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. Will he go down as the GOAT? Someday we'll be able to answer that question when his career comes to an end. Tom Brady left a legacy for him to go and break, and he's on the way of doing that, but he hasn't done it yet. So he's got a ways to go, but right now Patrick Mahomes all-time is definitely a top-five quarterback without question. Dan and Mount Olive, what's going on, Dan? Morning, boys. How we doing? Great, Dan. What's up? I uh, just woke down at Taylor Amick and Megan.
5: She's listen. I uh, I used to work with this guy for years and years and years. He moved out to Vegas. Lives out there somewhere. I don't know where. He listens to you guys every morning. Been trying to call in. Do you guys, I don't know what the the problem is with the with the show and the course, but if he's willing to. Park at the Mandalay Bay or wherever you guys are going, and bring you to the golf course. What
3: kind of car does he have?
5: <laughs> I have no idea. He's been living out there for
3: about five years now. So like I if he's got I a minivan, no we're not going in a minivan. <laughs> All right, that's no, we're not doing that.
2: You, you just keep...
3: um, I
5: don't think he has a minivan. He's he's married with one kid, so I don't see minivan life in his lifestyle.
3: You know what could uh, be he's good, been you know? Trying we,
5: to call you guys. All right, you know what we could do? It through.
3: We could hire him for the week and he could be just our guy.
2: That would be great. Uh, but think uh, about I'm that. Sure. But
3: then, but then we'd probably have to go rent a nicer car cuz he's probably driving around like in a minivan or something. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Definitely not a minivan. I could I don't know. I could I could find out for you. I don't know how I would get that to you guys, but he's willing and able to drive you. Are we
2: going to entertain there. this here, Boomer? this What's guy could be a psycho too you don't know that
5: no nah, man he used to be a bartender that's how i first met him and he's the sure. he, his
3: laugh will make you laugh all right, right. so what, what uh like. what does he do for a living now is he retired he, what is he doing he, he works
5: for i don't know if i should say this but he works for veolia he, he he's in the wastewater business
2: geo oh he's a poop plant guy nice yeah, he
5: does something with that kind of stuff um but he's a real down-to-earth guy he's He's a bartender, so he's got jokes left and right. He's he's not a serial killer. He's he's not going to go up the deep end with you guys. I promise yeah. you
3: that. Yeah, it'll be interesting maybe to hire a guy, you know, pay him a grand or so for the week. Go ahead I don't go. even
5: think he... He doesn't need money. Yeah, you know, let, him,
3: let him go. We're uh, not going to do like some sort of... Let him go of... rent a, like, a nice SUV for us. Do you want to oh, put this okay. guy on hold and try to get in touch with this dude, or, or not? I don't know. It's up to you. No, this no. is your part of the logistics, not mine. God.
2: <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Once again, if we hire this guy and he turns out to be some mutant, yep, then that's on <laughs> me.
3: A, you know, you know, it's on Dan CEO. and Mount Olive. It's who? It's on. No, it's not. He's he's not. No, it's,
2: us, he's it's telling not. He's on me.
3: If he's Mutant, I will treat you to a round of golf on my dad's horse. No, we don't want to listen. We could play anywhere we want (laughs) to (laughs) play, okay? Um, that's a nice thing. Like, like if he turns out to be a mutant and screws up or something,
5: yeah, he's
3: not a mutant. I promise you, I said, I used to have a mutant driving me in Super Bowls and he always would go the wrong way. I don't know why. This guy, Jamie, and like we were in Tampa, I had an appearance in Tampa, and next thing I know, I'm on my way across the bridge down there, yeah. Uh, what's that uh, other where they're building the stadium? What's it in it, St. Petersburg? St. Petersburg. Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, I'm on my way to St. Petersburg. I'm like you're supposed to know what we're doing and yeah. where we're going. So, uh, in yeah,
2: fairness, that was before Google Maps was a thing. Jamie <laughs> yeah, yeah, was dealing with like uh, handwritten maps. It was a whole, you know. Now oh, you remember so that
3: I do. You do remember that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, All right, right. Dan. You
3: you also remember, thanks, Dan. Yeah, I'm putting
2: you on hold here. Just I I can't guarantee I'm going to talk to you or anything. I just it's an option. All right. I also remember we went out there for the Pacquiao fight. Remember that? Yes.
3: So you, me, and Eddie had that big suite at the Palms. It was great and all that other stuff. So Craig and I go to the fight, and he really didn't want to go to the fight. I'm like, we got to go to the fight. Showtime is taking care of all this. We we got to go. I mean, so we go to the fight and we have great seats and everything else. And Craig just couldn't wait to get out of there. And then we go to find our car and we can't find our car. The next thing I know, within about five minutes, I'm crossing Las Vegas Boulevard trying to hop over the median with this lunatic trying to drag me all over the creation in Vegas. See, this is you don't want to get yourself into that mess. I'm not what this is going to be
2: like. It's not going to be like that. It's not. You guys remember what that was like? Oh, yeah. The insanity. I mean, and stopping for sushi on the way to the airport. You know me for how long now? This is six years I've been doing this show. You think I'm going to be having you cross Las Vegas Boulevard in the middle of the night, hopping medians? No. I hope not. No, you hope not. <laughs> Chris in Brooklyn. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Boomer and Geo. Good morning, fellas. Happy Friday. Yeah, hey, yeah, you too. Yeah, you too. Hey, hey, Safe Travel's out there. You know, now that, that at the time is here, I wanted to call and follow up. Boons, any word from Phil if he's got his lady glasses picked out for the week, a special pair for a Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday? I mean I feel like the anticipation is just building. Oh, <laughs> Chris, great question. <laughs> um I you know how people get dressed by certain designers for the Oscars or the Grammys, you know, what are you wearing? You know, Givenchy. There has to be whatever the top lady glasses company is probably reached out to Phil because all the eyes are Nate's guy. But he hasn't been using Nate's guy because Nate's guy hates the lady glasses, too. Yes. And he has it. There's still lady glasses. So whatever the top lady glass company is, I'm not sure they probably go to Phil. Hey, Phil, you're going to be on Super Bowl uh, everywhere. Hundreds of millions of people wear our lady glasses for free. You know? Yeah. I think that probably be bad. Probably the case. Probably the way it works out for him. If he gets paid for it, why not? Yeah, lady classes. Let's go to Mike in Connecticut. Hello, Mike.
4: Hey, good morning, boys. How are you?
2: Great, Mike. What's up?
4: Good. Happy Friday. Yeah. Hey, Boomer, Geo. Hey, uh, Liv Golf has a tournament out there this week. Eighth through the 10th, if you're looking for something to do over there at Las Vegas Country Club. Could be some good people watching. Ice cold beverages. They got the music going.
2: So where, where, uh, what course are they at?
4: That's Las Vegas Country Club, Gio. Okay. Yeah. LV's. So uh, they. it looks like they timed it perfect. You know, Super huh. Bowl, I think they know what they're doing when it comes to scheduling, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, no, well, of course. I mean, that's uh, it's a smart thing. I didn't even know Liv was out there. Do you know Liv was out there that week? I did not know. But then again, why would I know? Because I don't care.
3: I don't care at all. As a matter of fact, with this whole new PGA Tour money influx, And, you know, the partnership between the two kind of up in the air and Rory now coming out and saying the live guys should be allowed to be on the PGA Tour and them elevating like, uh, you know, uh, what's going on now out in California at Pebble Beach. They're not growing the game of golf. What they're growing is the pot of money that the players can play for. That's all they're growing. And that's all Phil Mickelson's ever cared about. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which I, I'm down with. Cause Go make as much money as you want. But don't sit here and, and hide behind the fact that you're growing the game of golf. You're just growing the amount of money that everybody can play
2: for. Live. Live, damn,
6: live, damn it. it.
2: You got any uh, Saudi friends that can help me over there? Hook me up for the <laughs> live event? I'm sorry I don't. You and don't? I don't re- and I don't really care. All right. Uh, quickly, because we need a positive thought from Vegas. A lot okay. of people are giving us negative thoughts. Paul in Vegas. Hello, Paul. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Great. What's up, man?
4: Hey, listen, long-time Vegas native here. I am just uh, want to try to ease your guys' mind on uh, the traveling from Bellagio to the Summit Club. Yeah. Literally, uh, when you have a car service coming, right? That's yep. right, yep. Literally, uh, when you pull out of the, from underneath the Bellagio, there's going to be a left-hand light right there on Las Vegas Boulevard. And uh that light right there's flamingo. And all you do is you're gonna be making a left hand turn on flamingo heading west up west west heading west. It's only a nine mile drive.
2: There you go. What about coming back?
4: Coming back, uh you guys are staying at the wind, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not gonna be that bad. Coming back's gonna might be a little bit worse, but uh it's going to be no problem uh, leaving the block. All right. All right. Okay, <laughs> like that, good. Well, That's good, you. Paul. Appreciate
2: like it. Yeah,
3: see? Spirits up. Spirits yeah, up well, on a
2: feel-good Friday. Feel Friday, man. It is a feel-good Friday.
3: I'm all good with it. You know, and I think that hopefully the weather will turn a little bit in our favor on Wednesday. That's yeah. another thing that you got to worry about. Yeah, Gio says to me, he goes, what am I going to do on Monday? I said, go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go do something like that. Get, get a little, mm. you know, workout in.
2: Yeah. It's a feel-good Friday today. That Wednesday, when all this is going on, it's going to be a crippling anxiety Wednesday. (laughs) I'm going to be chewing my fingernail down (laughs) to the nubs, hoping everything works out. I'm just going to look. I'm going to look like a hostage on Drew Barrymore. All right, we done yet? We done? Good, great, awesome. I like the Chiefs to win. Thanks, Drew. Stay up. (laughs) We're out of here. (laughs) All right, Boomer and Gio on the Uh, fan and CBS Sports Network.
6: you my little thing, so I'll give a hook. What you do, say, girl, I know. You a little too tight. I'll be shooting that shot like toothache, girl, I know. him 'em I'm tell 'em I'm next. time you follow too something
3: fresh. I'll be looking
2: for that big phoenix. <laughs> tell next. Tell you follow
3: something fresh,
2: I know. All right, for G on this Feel Good Friday on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry's got a, an update and moment of the day. What's up, Jerry? Uh, good morning. We are brought to you
7: by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And we're brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Knicks basketball is what's up.
2: Layup blocked by Achua. Knocked loose, picked up by Brunson. Heald is shaken up. Heald is down. Knicks have five on four. Heald is hurt.
3: Brunson, shake and bake. Kicks it back out. Divincenzo, three-parter. uh uh-uh. A uh-uh. Achua tips it up and in. Time out, Pacers.
7: Bedlam here at the Garden. Bedlam at the Garden. Yeah, nine straight wins for the Knicks. Bing bong! Bing bong! bong! <laughs> yeah, you can bing bong your face off right now. 15-2 in their last 17. They move 15 games over, 500. 109-105 was the final last night. Jalen Brunson, the catalyst of all of it. 11 of his 40. In the fourth quarter, here is Tom Thibodeau says he's just outstanding.
3: His resolve is so great. He's and he get takes a beating. He you know like in... But I think he needs to be protected.
7: He... Yeah, because last night he got hit in the face. His eye was swollen, but all was good. He was on the floor afterwards. We know about uh, being named to the All-Star team. You got the chance going, the uh, fans going crazy for him. Here he was on MSG post game.
3: Just talk about the journey you've been on and how it has reached this point now where you're on the garden floor hearing
2: MVP chants and you're going to the All-Star game. I mean... I got, I got
7: nothing to say. Yeah, overcome with emotion and excitement. And Randall obviously isn't going to play in the All Star game, but he was named to the All Star game. think John Brunson as well. can skate. <laughs> you want to put him in a Ranger jersey? Hell yeah! <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Wasps. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm more worried about the Rangers right now.
7: Okay. Understood. Understood. So they play and win without we Randall, should be the starting point guard of the Eastern Conference. By the way, and yeah, but he's going. And voted by the coaches and the players, so it's still kind of cool. Um, Grimes out, Ananobi out, Isaiah Hartenstein, who had 19 rebounds in this game, talks about winning without all these guys.
3: It was big. I mean, just um, staying with it. Um, we were down, down at a certain point in the game, but we just stayed with it, came back, and a lot of guys stepped up.
7: They were down almost the entire game. Uh, at one point, down 15 a uh, guy stepping up, Deuce McBride at 16 20 for Dante DiVincenzo and Precious Achua, who started that clip we just played with the block, uh, the block and then got the tip in at the other end. He had 12 points and 16 rebounds. So contributions coming from everywhere. Knicks outscore the Pacers in the fourth quarter 30 to 21. They're 32 and 17 and they get the Lakers coming up tomorrow night, national TV at Madison Square Garden. Last night, LA went into Boston. You would have thought no LeBron, no AD, that this would be a blowout spot the Celtics. It turned out it was anything but. Reeves into
2: the front court. Lakers leading by 10. Give it a Christian Wood. Right back to Austin. Austin with Drew Holiday. One of the best offensive guards in the NBA all over it. Austin shakes Holiday. Runner in the lane. Good.
7: And that was part of his 32, 32 points for Austin Reeves. Hit seven threes. That basket as well. And LA wins 114 to 105. So they'll come in with a little bit of momentum, but the Knicks right now are a freight train. So what do you think? The Knicks win by 50 tomorrow night?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, at
7: least. <laughs> well, remember what you guys said when they were playing Denver. This will show us, and they beat Denver by thirty yes, points. Yeah,
3: you know I didn't take but it, to Denver, account. Was it. Denver was at the back end of yeah, the yeah, trip; it was their it. final and if, trip. Yes. Remember, you played a cut from Mike Malone, their head coach, who said, "Man, we're going to have to show up tonight because we yeah. miss
2: home. Yep. You know, we've been on the back end of the strip and the whole thing, and it turned out he was right. He was not fooling around. I That's wonder how expensive are. the secondary market Knicks Lakers because you know are. LeBron and Anthony Davis are playing in this game. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure it's uh, it's a lot. I are will you, you pull it
7: up.
3: Yeah, I will. Here
2: uh we go. All right,
7: get in the door price. I will say two eighty, uh,
2: three eighty one. I was gonna say over three hundred, and that's just like way so that's, up, right? That's for two tickets. I wonder if I did one ticket. Is that the Chase Bridge, or, or is ticket. that more money? Those are yeah, Evan. Ooh, Evan oh, one ticket is four hundred dollars. Evan must be making
7: cash if he doesn't go to this game.
2: Yeah, season ticket holder. 417, 419
7: <laughs> Yeah. What if I? All jokes aside, what if I, not the floor? What if I wanted to sit in the lower level? Again, not floor seats. Okay. Give me something around. Well, what doesn't matter. Anywhere if in the front
2: rows. Well, front row is a little nuts. Zones, VIP, one hundred level. Yeah, one hundred level. One hundred level. The cheapest is five sixty two, and oh. it's in the it's in the corner. It's in, in the it, It's in the crap corner. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? There is a ticket listed here. <laughs> what do you think the highest ticket price is? Eight thousand dollars, courtside. <laughs> No, not even close. Not even close. For a regular season game against the Lakers? Someone listed a ticket on here for $900,000. Oh, that's (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't close. I mean, no one's going to pay that. Maybe they just listed hoping that some billionaire is like, yeah, let's go to the game. It's sit front row. But yeah, no one's paying that. That's a bit much.
7: Anyhow, you got uh, that. You also the Sixers beat the Jazz one twenty seven one twenty four in Utah without Joel Embiid uh, because he's dealing with a knee injury. Tyrese Maxey at fifty one. Nebraska beat number six Wisconsin in overtime by eight. Hofstra beat Stony Brook seventy two seventy one. Mammoth and Fairleigh Dickinson win as well. NFL, we've got the Chargers introducing Jim Harbaugh as their new head coach. About, I would say towards the very end of this press conference, there might have been one question thereafter. Um, Jim Harbaugh was asked about Ted Lasso, uh, that he liked the show, and he was asked if he looks at Ted Lasso as like an example to kind of lock in on. Sarah, I'll probably come home. No, that's not. uh, Hold on. Maybe it's this one. Oh, yeah, there's some things I've copied from Ted Lasso. I I try to emulate Ted Lasso uh, in a lot of ways. That's that's that's, that's TV show. Yeah, that's... That's one of the best, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, and he actually would go on to say how there's a lot of lessons you can learn from Ted Lasso, so that's cool. And then he also made it very clear. Remember, we played the clip about him with the camper with his wife. He says uh, he will not be home with his wife until that coaching staff is complete. Sarah, will probably come home uh, for a couple days, <laughs> but not until not until that staff is that staff is uh, hired and and locked. Cocked and ready to rock.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know what? She knows it, too. I love this guy. (laughs) But by the way, she knows
7: Uh, it. Locked, uh, cocked, and ready to rock. She signed up for I know she does. I know. Uh, The Commanders hired Dan Quinn as their new head coach. Some are not fans. The Washington Commanders are hiring Dan Quinn to be their next head coach. We'll make sure I'm crystal clear. I hate it. I loathe it. I despise it. This is a terrible job by the Washington Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> so that was on CBS Sports Network. Adam Shine, not a big fan. So, see you Dan. Go Let me ask you a question: Washington. How do you feel about it? Don't care.
3: You don't? Not so, anymore. I am so fan.
7: disgusted by that playoff game. Okay, the uh, bloom was off the rose, as they say. And I know it went really well for a little while, but
3: so you don't, you don't think in any way, shape, or form that. Staying in the division hurts your team. No. Okay. Go beat them. I don't
7: think the commanders are very good. Maybe he'll make them good. Yep. But right now, the Cowboys are a better football team. They do
3: have the second overall draft pick. Okay. Five picks in the top $170 million in cap space. I'll be a believer when I see it.
7: Okay. Uh, the Orioles acquired uh, Corbin Burns from the Brewers for a package of prospects. This, uh, Hey, Yankees, listen up. Ron Darling. When I heard about the trade, my first
4: thought was, well, Baltimore's the pick now. Baltimore's the team.
7: Yeah. And then he went on to say that this team is uh, locked and loaded, locked, rocked, and cocked, or whatever yeah. he just said. Uh, also, you've got new ownership as they, they um, what the hell's his name? Cal Ripken is part of the new ownership group. And also in the AL East, Theo Epstein joining the Red Sox as part of uh, owner. Ownership now that oh, was met John Hayman a little yeah. while ago. So, yeah, so things are moving uh, in the ALE East. The Darling Clip, by the way, courtesy of MLB Network. All right, time now on this uh, Feel Good Friday moment of the day. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Some good choices, but one caught my ear early on. As you guys were discussing, Tom Brady taking over on the Fox booth, which sends Greg Olson looking for work.
2: And it hit home a little bit here. Everybody gets mad at Tom Brady, mad at Mike Francesa, mad at Marv Alvord for doing it. But it's the people
3: asking them to yes, do it. It's not like they're knocking their door down saying, hey, these guys
2: suck. I need to come back and replace them. They're right. not doing that. No, that there are executives. Oh, that that's are, nice. <laughs> there are executives saying that we want you to come back and do this. Now, what are you supposed to do if you've got an opportunity, especially in all these jobs we have talked about that are high profile and high paying? Say, Ah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that because I've got so much respect for this guy. That doesn't happen in any industry. I mean, it also, you could say no. Like, if you're retired, you could say no. Like Mike could have said no. But at the same time, too, I mean, he worked for the company for a very long Here I am uh, uh, defending Mike princess, But he worked no, for the you, company but, for a very long time. But you're time.
3: defending the situation is what right. you're defending and, and how these situations arise and how these people end up com- coming back or seemingly taking over for somebody, and maybe that other person is losing a job, or other people are losing a job because of it. Yeah, and-
1: Suck my left nut! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: Boy, there you go! Moment <laughs> of the day. I like the little hints that he was dropping in
2: for the buildup. <laughs> 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 all of a sudden, I... <laughs> yeah, it's like run the ball, run the ball, <laughs> and then flea flicker. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Uh, all right, Jerry, we'll hey, see, see you. Soon. in Vegas. We'll see you Sunday. Right, right on. All right, very good. It as is. when I get year. back from Ann Arbor in time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This whole trip is making me nuts right now. There's so many things up in the air. can't take it. I know. The weather and the cars and the car services. Stephen for- Waldron and one <laughs> Blue Man Group and some other party that he wants. He sent me an email that said Justin Jefferson's going to be somewhere you want to go. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's going on?
7: And you're li- Imagine how he's feeling right now.
2: We got Fudge booking James Brown. <laughs> I'm confused, man. <laughs> Eddie's going hiking. Uh, uh, you're doing you're doing something with Bradley Cooper or something. I'm wor- over. I'm worried about you. Why is that?
7: I don't think you put two and two together when we were talking about one specific day. Where if you realized you said you had a breakfast appearance or thing you had to do, yes, then had to be on the Drew Barrymore show, then we're going to play golf, and then had to be somewhere at five thirty for an event. Just curious at what point sleep fits in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right after that 5 30 a.m. I'll be all right. I'll be in my I'll be in bed. My plan
2: is always to be in bed by seven. Okay. <laughs> all right. I hope so. Okay, good luck. Boomer and Geo coming to you live to build Ford Tough Studio.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
2: What version is this? This is ZZ Top. Oh, doing it? Okay. We are not allowed to play Elvis on CBS. We were allowed to play Billy Joel yesterday with the new song. Yeah, Billy Joel is on the okay list. He's on the okay list. Okay. I actually like this version. It's not bad. It doesn't really sound like ZZ Top vocally. I think he's trying to do the Elvis aspect, right? That's what I think is going on there. Do you have the mic, V? Viva Las Vegas. Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Here we go. Viva Las
4: Vegas.
2: Yep. Viva Las Vegas. (laughs) I, I really am like, I have no idea how this week is going to go. Did we stop having anxiety. I can't. I can't stop. I have no it's either gonna be a lot of fun or it's gonna be horrible.
3: You know what? It's gonna be great. It's, it's not, not gonna, gonna, gonna be horrible. in the
2: middle. It's not gonna be like some good, some bad. It's either gonna be the greatest week in the world or it's gonna be the worst.
3: Look, I got I gotta stand at the win. We got a great studio there. Yeah. We don't have to deal with the radio rogue kind of stuff and all that nonsense. We got a couple guests coming in right now. <clears throat> That's correct. Not not a, not a lot. Nothing crazy? Nothing crazy. Just want to keep it to a minimum because it's all about us and what we're doing and how we feel about what we're doing. And uh, I think we'll have a lot of great stories to tell, and I think we're going to have a great time.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping
3: so. The only
2: thing that will make this be good oh, God. is you getting to that golf course, playing 18, and getting back to your dinner. That's, oh. that's the only thing. So, and then the worst part about it is I got to go through Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday thinking about this. Don't. And if, if it doesn't work out okay. on Wednesday, mm-hmm. then I got to deal with the rest of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this, and Monday.
3: This is what I see. I see you f- taking a picture of me hitting a drive, 300 right down the <laughs> middle, and putting it on, on Instagram
2: saying, we made it, thank God. But there's a second leg. There's a second leg to that. Well, right, you're gonna feel so good once you know Boomer's at his destination. I mean, that is. drink that you have after that oh. is gonna be so pleasurable. Yes, Al knows exactly we'll what have I'm talking about. We'll have a couple about. drinks to go, man. I, I know. I just get just be there at five thirty at that dinner, just for the love of God, please. I'm not someone who prays a lot. I'm, I will be praying that week. Just get have the true thing work out. Get out there, eighteen Boomer, back at the dinner. All I'm asking for. Okay. All right. It's all I'm asking for because, still, for the last four years, you have not let go of the softball team. If I screw this thing up for you, yes, that day, right, I will from the now until the day one of us dies, you will be bringing that up every single time we're together. <laughs> Are you just going to be sort of like with the loose ends with the Summit Club thing? Is that what this is going to be about? <laughs> Last time you set something up, the next thing I know, I'm in uh, Henderson, Nevada, on the side of the road with <laughs> two flat tires, <laughs> right? <exactly. laughs> with a coyote running after me. <laughs> Let's go to Greg white Greg,
3: what's happening?
2: Hey, Boomer. Hey, Geo. Boomer, you are going to love this place. I just played it about two months ago. I played all the courses out there. I've been out there twenty something times. You're not going to be able to eat dinner, brother. You cannot eat dinner after this. You eat this. There's bar slash restaurant every four holes.
3: Yes, I am very familiar with uh, the Discovery Land Comfort and Co- Company, and uh, mm-hmm. I know all their golf courses. I actually was a member of one mm-hmm. in Arizona for very many, for many, many years. No longer, but uh, I'll tell you, I can't wait to get there. I've seen the photos of it. Geo's already played it once,
2: mm-hmm. and uh, Boom. I'm Boom. looking Waitress to it. service on the driving range. Yeah, no, he's right. You, yeah, <laughs> you need that. You need. You can't. You're never going to be able to play any of these Munis again, Gio. You can't do it. Really <laughs> I, I, hey, I got to be honest with you, Greg. I, I did because I'm so obsessed with the game that after that Summer Club experience and the Silo Ridge experience, I still go and play the public courses. But on the one tee box, they they hide little airplane bottles at Casamigos. I'm sure they do. I know what tea it is, and it's in like a sprinkler box, and you, you find it. Boom, there it is right there. Yep. I know the secret stash. Well, look, if it's anything like Estancia... Silo uh, Ridge.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. We played the one down in um, the
2: Bahamas. Baker's Bay. Baker's
3: Bay. I mean, look, I know what Mike Meldman and those guys do. Yeah. And it's off it's, the charts. And they're building one out in uh,
2: the Hamptons now. I know. The yeah, Quag. So Celine Dion lives on this property, and she's going through, like, stiff person syndrome or whatever. I wonder if she's in that house. Because you tee off in front of her house. I wonder if she's in there, like, hanging out looking at us what is stiff person syndrome <laughs> it's exactly what
3: it sounds like yeah. it's not it's not pretty it's not it's not
2: a good situation can't really and you're talking about
3: an iconic performer and it's really a sad situation
2: yeah but i wonder if she's in that house and she's in that house i have no idea we'd have to go i'd <clears> like maybe we could send her something You know, from the comfort station. She's been a
3: longtime supporter of Canadian
2: cystic fibrosis.
3: Oh, she has? Yes. Yeah, she's done a lot of concerts, a lot of fundraising up in in Canada. She's an
2: all-time icon. Yes, she is. All-time icon.
6: Yep. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.